Hello, hello. Happy Monday, everybody. Howie Spangler here. This is episode number 92, Tales from the Green Room. Uh, just got back from Alaska. Just got home, and uh, yeah, that was a brutal flight, dude. Flights, I should say. Three different airplanes. Oh, my God. <laughs> it was... Like, it was great. We flew Delta, and it was actually... We usually fly Southwest, but uh, we did Delta this time, and nice planes. They're updated. They got the touch screens with the movies and stuff, and all the power options, you know, you plug in your phone and your whatever. Um, so that was great. Um, but man, yeah, it was like... We left at 3 yesterday, and then... Um, ended up uh yeah so like we you got to go from anchorage flat of anchorage end up in seattle and then we had a three-hour layover in seattle and then that uh boarded at like 10 p.m last night and then we had to fly to cincinnati and we got to cincinnati and then that one uh left at like 7 a.m. I think and we got we got to BWI at like uh, like 10 after 8 this morning or something like that it was just a long long day <laughs> so um, I know I sound tired I feel tired I, I didn't really sleep at all I just kind of like try to pass out for a little bit but then like I was at the point like I started getting like restless leg syndrome like Donald did too like we're both tall you know so like all three flights man and the, the last plane was one of those small like CRJ like very tiny like a CRJ 200 or something like that so it only had the two seats on each side and it was like significantly shorter and just way smaller um, and I mean my knees are just buried in the seat in front of me um Oh my god! Like I love being tall; it's it's rad. But man, I try to get the exit row whenever I can, you know, or the very front. But that never happens. Um, but yeah, so I was restless legs. Like I couldn't. I just oh, I just could not stay still, and my knees are just so sore <laughs> from just being mashed up against the back of the seat. Um, but uh, that's enough of all the the crazy travel part of it um man we had a good time we had a really good time um i'll get into that uh the force of habit it has been announced my solo record uh been working on it for a while and i didn't waste any time i just want to get it out it's coming out this friday november 29th black friday everybody um if you want to pre-order it, you can at uh, iTunes and Google Play and all that. Uh, it's six bucks. Yeah, it's five ninety nine. Uh, I think. I think five ninety nine. Um, or you can pre-save it as well uh, with the link in my bio and Instagram, Howie Spangler. Um, and I'll take you over there to Instagram. You sign in like like usual. Uh, I'm sure a lot of you have pre-saved stuff before by now, but very simple process. Uh, I, I use Dist- DistroKid um, for this and. Uh, it's a very, very easy uh, thing to do. So hit that link and please go pre-save if you would. 
Um, I hope you like it. It's got six tracks. I'm going to be doing uh, a track by track for, for each song, like an episode for each song um, over the next couple weeks. Just kind of talking about, you know, the same way I did with Detonate a while back. The, uh, just kind of talking about where the songs came from, like what they're about. Just kind of dig in, you know, go over some of the lyrics and um, the topics, subject matter, things like that. So uh, I had a lot of fun doing it, you know. It was um, I kind of came down to the to the wire there before uh, we had to leave for Alaska. I just wanted to get it done, um, and my fiance was being super patient with me the last few weeks. Um, my kids as well. So like while trying to get it done, they understand you know what I was trying to do. So big thank you to them for supporting and understanding. I was a, I was like a troll down here in the studio for weeks trying to get this thing finished but um so yeah six tracks uh i'm excited about it um i hope you all like it it's nice to i hit upload and it's just a good feeling so um more on that later but yeah please pre-save pre-order tell your friends uh the youtube channel is coming along man i'm uh i'm about 800 hours from like 850 hours from uh being qualified for monetization you need a thousand subscribers and i've got 1361 right now so i'm good there and you have to have 4,000 hours of uh of views and um the channel has about 70,000 views total but i've got like just under 3,200 hours of views um and it's just incredible you know Thank you all for watching the content and uh, I'm going to try to keep doing fun stuff like the tutorials. I want to do more like tutorial stuff with like the the tools that I use and maybe some cool like, you know, tech reviews or whatever. I don't know. I just I like a lot of things. So I'm just going to try a bunch of different stuff to see what, you, see what, what works and what doesn't. And, um, there's some vlog stuff up there and I haven't been very good at the vlog stuff lately. It's a lot of work to do that, but making excuses. Don't make excuses, right? Um, and then, uh, yeah, so thank you very much for watching the content. If you haven't checked out any of the stuff yet, just go to uh, Howie Spangler, uh, my YouTube channel, and um, see what I got going on there. Uh, there's a lot of stuff of me lately working on this, this solo record and um, doing some mixing and uh, actually recording. The this, this stuff that you hear on the final product that you're going to hear on Friday is, um, I mean, I you can go back and watch these videos. It's like I was doing that right then and there. I didn't change anything. I did a bunch of takes right in front of people, so uh, I thought that would be something fun, you know, kind of showing the process. Uh, so thank you all for consuming the content, taking it in. Um, if you if you want to support the podcast, you can go to uh, talesfromthegreenroom.com and hit the support the podcast button, and there's a few options there. Or you can buy some t-shirts uh, over there at uh, howiespangler.com. You can go to the store and check it out. A lot of cool designs. Um, I also have... Uh, some, um, uh, I did the cover art for the fourth, um, the force of habit, uh, the skeleton dude. Um, I, I have that coming out on a t-shirt. So as well, uh, I should be getting those on Wednesday. I need to email the guys that pressed it and make sure I'm getting that. But, um, yeah, just in time for the, that tour with Eric Rock money, which kicks off on Friday as well. So uh, I hope you're gonna get tickets for that because that's gonna be a fun, fun little run. I I, I enjoy playing acoustic and uh, Eric's a great dude and it's just gonna be it's gonna be a fun time. So uh, you know, howiespengler.com for tickets. All right, uh, enough about me. <laughs> um, 
let's talk about our Alaska trip. And uh, yeah, and also, man, this guy tried to destroy me on Twitter yesterday. We'll talk about it. All right, then. Um, yeah, so really weird how, how Twitter works. Um, so I use DistroKid, like I said earlier, to um, to put my stuff out there, distribute this record. Um, and uh, I got a great price. It was like 32 bucks for uh, two artists. So I could have two different projects if I wanted. Um, unlimited releases uh, per year, right? And that's great because... At like TuneCore, uh, it's, I believe it's $10 for a single and $50 for an album. And that's every year. So, you know, you get a few records, that's full records is like, you know, two or three records be 100, 150 bucks. And then uh, a few singles, you know, you're looking at 20 or 30 bucks and then that adds up, you know, 180, 200 bucks and you're paying that per year. Well, with DistroKid, this is, um, you know, it's like 32 or $35 for unlimited releases so it was kind of a no-brainer for me um i definitely think that you need to find the service that's right for you if you're looking to uh for a distributor um there's many out there the cd baby TuneCore, you know but i, I chose i chose distro kid and uh so far so good so i guess we'll see make sure i guess we'll make sure it comes out properly on friday anyway um so distro kid uh they did a tweet they put a tweet out yesterday um, when I, and while I was traveling, uh, and let me pull this up here. Um, basically, they were they were saying something to the tune of like, "Oh man, it's it's crazy how much music is uploaded to our servers, um, but it just sounds so bad." Basically, is is I'm I'm kind of paraphrasing, but. Um, Ah, upon trying to search for this, um, I can see my replies, but it looks like they deleted their tweet. <laughs> this is interesting. Um, so, well, um, I, don't, I don't know if the guy's uh, the guy that was trying to destroy me. I don't know if I can find his thing anymore. But anyway, he was. Uh, it was yeah. It was basically saying like um, the way I took it was artists should. Tr- always be trying to better themselves and better their their end result the the end product um and you know i kind of ch- so that's where i chimed in i was just like yeah you know you should like i was i like to stress like leave it to the pros like if you i mean you usually know when you don't know what you're doing like if you jump into something like pro tools or logic you know a very popular daw that you used to record with um or or anything if you're you, you know if you get an instant pot and you don't cook, you know, it's, there's a little bit of a learning curve there. Um, Danielle doesn't go near the instant pot. She's like scared of it, but I've, I've cooked in it many, many times and I just know how to use it. So I just do it. She doesn't do it. So I stress, like, leave it to the pros. Like if you, you truly don't know what you're doing with this stuff, don't try to make music on it and, and release it. Like you should get someone that, that knows what they're doing. Obviously, get on the get in the app and and work with it and you know use it. But for, as far as releasing stuff, I mean, you want to 
you want it to sound the best you can, so you should know, you should be self-aware, be like, okay, look, I don't know what the hell I'm doing with this. I need to find someone that that does know what they're doing. And there was a lot of back and forth with um, from other artists in this tweet. It probably got hundreds of tweets, you know, by the end of this, but um, a lot of artists on there, and I saw a lot of excuses, what I thought were excuses, people saying things like, um, well, we can't afford it, and, you know, well, there, I just... We're broke, and it's and and I'm like, you know, I wasn't trying to be a dick or anything. I was just like saying, like, this all sounds like excuses to me. Like, you can't if you if you really want something, you find a way to make it happen, you know. And that's something that I had to learn. You know, I had to learn that as well. Like, I used to say shit like that, you know. And I ended up doing this so much that I I got I got good at it, I guess, and. I realized that I look back on old recordings and stuff. And I remember years ago trying to release some songs and I listened back to them. And this was even a while back. Uh, I, I really first got into engineering really back in like 2014, um, trying to learn all this stuff. And I tried really quickly to release stuff, you know, and I was broke back then. And, you know, so I put some stuff out uh, for a little bit. And I ended up pulling it down because it was like, it sounded terrible. It was just awful. I had no idea what I was doing. I, I thought it was cool. I didn't know how to use compression. I didn't understand EQ, none of that stuff. Um, but you know what I did? I pulled that shit down and I signed up for lynda.com, like the the three-week trials um, on like two different email accounts, you know, um, to get the free trial. And then I, I went on YouTube and I just went all over and just tried to find like the best shit I could. And... Um, you know, it's not something you're going to learn in a couple of days. It takes months and years even to to really feel like you're, you've got your head wrapped around it, especially something like compression EQ um, and how to mic things up. And there's there's a whole technique. There's an art to all of this. And they say there's no right or wrong way, but I mean, that's, I mean, there is a wrong way to to like EQ something as far as like the the, the end sonic quality. You know what I'm saying? Like you don't, you don't want it to be... You can make things too shrill. You can use you can use way too much compression when you don't mean to. You just don't know how to use the thing, you know. And um, so I was just sort of chiming in with that stuff, which is what Twitter is. It's basically, you know, it's just a big shit show over there, and everybody just sort of chimes in on each other. And um, I felt a little pushback from a couple people, and well, you know, some people, and I'm, I'm like, dude, I've been doing this for almost 25 years. As of next year. I've been through it all and I worked my ass off to make sure that, uh, you know, I worked all these shit jobs to, to put money together to go make recordings, to go work with people that knew how to do this, who knew how to use Pro Tools and knew how to produce. I knew, you know, I knew what I knew the sounds I wanted, but I didn't know how to make the sounds that I wanted in my head. So I had to have other people do it for me. That's what you do. You know, you go and you you seek out people to help you uh, achieve the sound that you're trying to get across. Um, and this whole, all this talk about, well, we can't afford it. That's, you know, to me, that's excuses because you can go, you can find some, some way to make some money. Now, someone else chimed in. I just happened to see this when I was looking through just now. Someone said, well, you know, I know a guy that teaches, um, a kid in Brazil how to play piano, but he can't afford a piano uh, of his own and he probably never will. Yes. I mean, there are, that it was a great point, you know, and, it's not, uh, it, everybody has a different situation. At the end of the day, we have to work with what we have. 
Um, but I feel like a lot of people are just lazy. You know, not this kid in Brazil, but there are a lot of people that are just lazy and go, well, there's, it's like, it's all the way over there. It's like, well, fucking go get it. Go get it. Get the thing that you want, you know? Um, so maybe it came across uh, a little bit harsh or something. Um, somebody want, somebody said, oh, yeah, that's something that rich people say, you know, like, oh, just, just pay for it. I was like, dude, I'm not rich. I'm not rich by any stretch. <laughs> I'm not even close to being rich. I just worked really hard for for the things that I have, and it took me years to to learn everything and uh, and acquire the gear that I have. I don't have a ton of gear. I just have the gear that I that I need, pretty much the bare minimum, you know. Um, and it was all over time, but I got the stuff because I was driven to 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 make it happen, you know. And that's the difference between the people that say they want things, but they're not willing to put the work in or do what's necessary. That's the difference. Okay. So like, again, I don't know if this is coming off. I don't know how this is coming off. I'm kind of tired. I was, I was on a long 15 hour travel day. I just got home like two hours ago, you know? So like, it's just, I don't know when I see things like that, it's just like, well then quit. Don't do it. Do something else. You know? I try to be positive with the stuff. I want to, you know, maybe it's a little bit of tough love. Um, I think people need a kick in the butt sometimes, but, um, and I, I definitely don't mean to be a dick because everybody's got their situation, but I just feel like if you want something really bad, you're going to do what you need to do to, to make it happen. Um, so anyway, <laughs> I said something. And basically the way I took their, their distro kids initial uh, tweet was that, hey, artists, you know, take some time, stop cutting corners and make your stuff sound better. And I think it was a tough love kind of, kind of tweet, like supposed to be inspiring, but sort of like kind of laying the smack down a little bit, you know, but obviously a bunch of people got upset, but in my head, the people that get upset about, uh, the people that get upset about that tweet, that tweet was for them. So they get defensive well, you know, uh, so we can't, and, and the one, and I, I wasn't the only one in there saying these things. Uh, there were other people coming in and saying, yeah, hundred percent. This is, you know, the truth doesn't care about your feelings. Like you just have to, you have to do what's necessary, you know? So I, I replied to a lot of people throughout and I, I really, it was just, I was just trying to be, you know, positive and, and inspiring up push, push them, you know, to, to make them go, Oh, you know, you're right. Like I, I gotta get it. I gotta make it happen. You know? Um, but, uh, man, this one guy, he said something about, um, well, you know, some things are meant to sound not good. Uh, you know, be like the lo-fi stuff that's out. And I was like, I was like, Hey man, I think, I think what they're saying is like, it's not so much about like, the style or the sound it's it's the overall like the quality at the end of the day like there's plenty of like lo-fi is meant to sound gritty and sort of like it's ambient you know and it's meant to sound sort of dirty and kind of fucked up but it it also it sonically it just it sounds good everything's level and things were obviously recorded correctly like there was proper gain staging at the beginning in the tracking phase and um they're not overblowing the 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 low end and and 
you know, the, the high end's not crazy and cutting your head off. Things like that. That's, you know, that's what I basically said to this guy. I was like, yeah, I think that, I think they more mean this. Dude, his, his, his reply to me immediate, immediately was something like, <laughs> I'll go fuck yourself. Like, it was, that was it. It was like, I'll go fuck yourself, you uh, fucking moron or something, hashtag moron or something like that. And um, I was like, I was like, oh, okay. I, just, I said, haha, okay, I'll go fuck myself. And he's like, oh, yeah, that, yeah, that's what you do. He just started being like really aggressive and just weird. And I was just like, damn, dude. And he kept saying, you, you, uh, what do you call me? He's, uh, he's like, you, uh, something. Ah, you dumb fuck, like shit like that. Uh, you have no idea what you're talking about. This is a disgusting tweet. Like, I'm like, damn, dude. <laughs> disgusting tweet. Okay. Um, so he was, and, and I, and we kind of went back and forth a little bit, and I was trying to just kind of talk him down. I was like, dude, you're getting way too upset about this. You're getting too angry about this, something like that. He said, and then he's like, oh, that's what that's what happens when you, uh. You, you get all, you think I'm, the other party's being angry and you want to withdraw from the conversation. I'm like, so you weren't angry when you told me to go fuck myself after one tweet? Like, you weren't angry? He said, you're cussing. You're just cussing at me, getting aggressive. Like, you're not angry? Uh, and I was like, all right, man. Basically, look, it, it's got to end somewhere, right? I can't go back and forth with this guy. Like, I want to have, I was like, dude, you can't, you gotta, you can't have a reasonable dis- discourse with someone that you that you don't agree with. Like, we don't have to scream at each other. Like, you don't have to cuss and get crazy. Um, but he was super defensive, and I took that as like, well, the, obviously this tweet was for you, you know. And I and I said, I basically said back to him, I was just like, all right, man, this is obviously going nowhere. I hope everything's you know working out great for you and your art. And that was it, you know. Like, there's no, I'm not gonna be like, fuck you, bro. Like, that's what's the point in that, you know? There's nothing, nothing comes from that. But it was obvious that. I wasn't going to change his mind and he was just super fucking mad and aggro. And I was just like, I'm not going to just not going to entertain this anymore. You know? Um, and he's like, Oh, you just want to be the big man and walk away. I was like, yeah, I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna walk away now. <laughs> like just fucking silly. Um, you know, so people get butthurt, you know, when they hear things like that, when people hear the truth. Um, and I'm one of them, you know, I, I, I don't like hearing things sometimes, you know, and I try to work, you know, the best to my to the best of my ability and and um make things happen and sometimes i sometimes i get lazy you know i feel like oh, i don't feel like doing that right now and i'll be like oh i'm just gonna i'm just gonna do this and you know cut corners you can't cut corners in this industry you just can't do it and you know other people are saying well you know a great song is a great song and it'll transcend i'm like dude like i've heard so many great songs that get snubbed because of the production value you know it's like there i've i've seen radio stations be like i'd play this but it just doesn't sound like a radio ready song you have to be ready at all times that is that is the point of this you know um you know i thought this i thought this was going to be about the alaska trip the alaska trip but now i'm like (laughs) maybe this is more of a what the podcast is about um i just feel like you 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 need to put everything into it don't cut corners it's if you cut corners it's going to be noticed people are going to see it especially industry people because they know what they what to listen for they know what a good song sounds like i don't care you can have the best fucking song ever you know but if it's not recorded well it's just not going to get the looks 
you know, and there's always the there's always the one song that that got away, the one that like made made it through despite you know bad quality or whatever. I'm sure there's something out there that I'm not thinking of that you know made it to radio or whatever. We got super popular, and it might not have sounded the best, but that's not an excuse to 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 settle for that. I think you need to um I think you definitely need to get out there and put put everything you can into it. And you should know if you don't know how to work pro tools or any of these any of this software or don't understand how a preamp works, you know, things like that, you should know that about yourself. You should know like I don't know what the fuck I'm doing right now and find someone that does. And there's plenty of people when you, when you say it's too expensive, that's that's not true. Today it is it has become so uh it is significantly less expensive than it was five to ten years ago to make a record. Um, and you, there are plenty of people that will do it for a hundred bucks. You know, they'll mix your song for a hundred bucks. Some will mix it and master it. You know, um, there's just people that would just want to get their name out there, and there's people that are really good, and they're they're underselling themselves uh, or underpricing themselves, I, I should say. Um, because they understand the big picture and they're willing to work with you, you know? So reach out, find people. I get emails a lot lately from bands that, um, that are still kind of, you know, they're baby bands and, and they, they understand that they need a good product. So I get people coming to me, you know, and saying, Hey man, what do you charge? And, you know, we'd love to, for you to produce a song for us, things like that. That is the right way to do it. You know, I'm not saying you have to come to me, but I mean, that'd be great. But like, go to somebody that you trust, you know, um, and if you're going to sit there and make excuses, then you just need to get out. I'm sorry. That's just, it's just how it is. If, if, if you're someone that you live in a, in a, in a poor country that, you know, doesn't, you know, doesn't necessarily have, have what we have here in America, I, you know, that it's a different story. It's something that I, that obviously I don't know anything about, um, but uh, I think, but the, these people that were commenting on this tweet, I feel like they were just people that just didn't want to go work extra hours. Go pick up a shift, you know, go bartend some extra hours. That that's what I did, and you know, I, now I'm able to pay pay bills with my music. You know, it's just I don't know what else to say about that. So if you're gonna get mad about that stuff, then it, this isn't the thing for you. You know. So, <laughs> it was that was that super harsh. Let me know. Let me know if that was super harsh, or, or, or am, am I speaking the truth right now, or am I out of, am I out of my fucking mind? Am I out of touch with reality? Am I, you know, I don't believe that I am. I think that I've put in the time and put in the work, and you know, I, I learned how to do this. That's another thing is is that like while you're getting other people to to record and mix your records for you which is completely fine, okay? Um, I definitely think that you should also be learning the process on your own and you should be working in these DAWs every day and learning how they work. Pick, pick your favorite, Pro Tools, Logic, Studio One, Ableton, whatever it is, and go watch every YouTube video ever made about these 
these DAWs. Like there's plenty of courses out there that are do these there are YouTubers that will put this shit out for free. They put entire courses of how to record and mix a song from start to finish. And they're done really well. There's some bad stuff out there for sure. You know, the really bad, you know, handheld iPhone videos where, you know, somebody's trying to one-handed show you something with a shaky cam. Um, but like, there's some really well-produced videos that I took in. There's a guy, if, you, if you're a Logic user, there's a guy, um, Music Tech Help Guy, I think is his, uh, his YouTube channel. Um, Music, te- Music Tech Help Guy, I believe is what it is. But he does all Logic stuff and the dude is great. You know, he just shows you how to do everything. Um, there's Recording Revolution. This guy, Graham, he does he does great work as well. Shows you how to go from front to back. With uh, He uses Pro Tools. Um, so there's plenty of stuff out there. You just have to be willing to seek it out and take the time and make it happen. You know what I do when I'm at home or when I'm on the road? I don't sit there and, and binge on YouTube videos, uh, 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 Netflix videos and, and, and watching Hulu and stuff and Game of Thrones and shit, I, I'm watching YouTube videos and looking up courses and learning how to use compression better and how to, you know, how to get a better uh, bass sound, things like that, how to, how the kick drum and the, uh, the bass guitar need to, you know, work together in a mix, things like that, like, you have to be willing to do that, and if you're not, once again, this is not the industry for you, that's just, to me, that, to me, that's how I feel, um, yeah. What what are you going to do? You're going to sit there and make excuses forever? If you want something, go get it. And that that just applies to anything. Any creative out there. Woo! Okay. Rant over. <laughs> Rant over. Um there were there were a lot of people agreeing with me in that in that tweet thread, you know, people saying this is yeah, man, 100%, like absolutely, you know. Just that one guy, damn, he was, I mean, there's a point where it's like, you're just being an asshole now. God damn, I, literally the guy was just shitting on me from the first tweet and just cussing and just constantly and just trying to like, Ugh, it was so weird, such a weird exchange. And I never do that on Twitter. I never go on and just start replying to people. But the point of Twitter is to get involved, to get into the community and just, just you know, say what's up and just get into the mix. That's, that's what Twitter is for. If you're, if you're trying to grow your Twitter, um, you, you need to get in. It's basically like, uh, Gary V calls it the, uh, the water cooler of society. It's like, it's where everyone goes to just sort of spout things. And obviously there's shitheads too, but, uh, you can really get into some cool conversations, you know? Um, so yeah, I tried it yesterday and yeah, shit went off the rails. Anyway, I don't care. I don't, I'm not, I wasn't like upset about it or anything. It wasn't like, it didn't bum me out for the rest of the day. I was actually kind of felt sad for the guy. <laughs> um, I don't know anybody that knows me that I just want to help and just want to show people that there, this is all possible, you know? And uh, hopefully I don't come off like, you know, pompous. Is that, is that the word or anything like that or cocky, you know? Um, I just, I've been through a lot of this and I've done so many things the wrong way to find out the right way. And uh, this podcast, I created this to sort of mitigate that for for new artists. Um, So they didn't have to necessarily go through all those things that that I did. But, uh, you know, it's fun nonetheless. 
Uh, let's talk about Alaska real real quick before I get out of here. Um, yeah, Alaska was rad. I want to thank Huck Entertainment for bringing us out and taking care of us and hosting us. And um, I, I had a reindeer burger the other day. Uh, to be honest, I did not know that existed. Um, I don't know that I believed a reindeer actually existed. I didn't know that was a thing, maybe. Uh, I feel like maybe like I'd seen a reindeer before at some point in my life. Uh, not in a movie. But if you were to ask me three days ago, let's go see some reindeer. I'd be like, what? 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 <laughs> that That's a thing? I don't know. There's just, you know, there's just some things you just don't know about about life I, I don't know weird but uh so maybe i am a fucking moron like that guy said but anyway i had a reindeer burger because like ah whatever reindeer it sounds fun sounds fun you know i thought it was gonna be silly i thought it was gonna come with like a like a burger piece of beef with like like a patty with like a like a red nose on it or like a cherry or something like rudolph oh we're gonna eat rudolph so i ate this reindeer burger and uh and I'm like, I'm doing that and I'm like doing the social stuff. I'm not really paying attention to what's being said at the table and there's a bunch of us there. Um, finish up, pay, pay for the food, go walk to the car. We start cruising down through the town. We stop. I'm like, oh, what are we doing? We get out and we go see a goddamn reindeer. Okay, they have a reindeer right downtown in a cage, just kind of walking around, minding his own business. And... I was like, holy shit, I just had your friend with cheese. Like, it was kind of a, kind of a weird situation. Um, so, <laughs> oh man, very, very weird. Um, so that was a first for me. Two firsts, actually. Um, but uh, at first, you know, we got there at like 9.30 at night. It was, it was cold, but it wasn't too crazy. It was like in the 40s. Um, it was kind of like here at home. Uh, so it was dark. We didn't really see anything, you know, because it was dark. And we went to the hotel and just got settled in. And, uh, you know, after a 15-hour travel day. And uh, the next day, uh, that's when we got up and had lunch. You know, I had the, had the burger. That was on Saturday. And then we went over, head over to the venue around 2 o'clock to, um, to get loaded in and sound check and all that. Um, and... Uh, we flew, so we didn't have all our gear. We just brought a few core things that we needed. And um, thanks to the Jeffries for letting us use their kit, their drum kit the other night. And um, everything went over really smooth. I couldn't believe it. That We had like 300 people there. Everyone was raging. So many people singing the, singing the songs with us. It was just so fun. It was like, it was very punk rock and just like, as an intimate kind of bar. It was like this this bar called Coots and they had like, it's a legendary place from like the sixties, I guess. And they just, they just keep adding, uh, rooms to it. So it has all these different bars throughout and like our, there's like an arcade bar and there's something called the, there's a room called the Russia, the Russia room. Uh, because I don't know if you ever looked at a, at a map because I haven't, Alaska's right next to Russia, dude. It's right there. Like the tip, like where we were, we were in the South Bay. So like we weren't, anywhere near like the the western tip of alaska but dude it's right there i'm sure if you go to that tip you can just see russia from across the water so that was pretty wild so like that is this room is 
covered in Russian memorabilia. And I mean, you could just, you could taste the communism, right? It was just big pictures and like old uniforms and uh, badges and um, swords and all kinds of stuff. It was, it was wild. Um, the bar looked like the Taj Mahal a little bit, like up, up the, each corner of the bar had like a, one of those, you know, that, you know, the Taj Mahal, like the, the architecture they, they have, like the, uh, the kind of looks like a top of an ice cream cone. Um, there's probably a better way to explain that, but, uh, and then, uh, yeah, so the, the place was cool and yeah, we, uh, they took care of us. They, they fed us and, um, I did, did a VIP thing. We met like they, they sold out all the, all the VIP stuff. And I, I played like five songs, I think. And, um, then we met with, had like a meet and greet, like hung out with everybody, took pictures and, uh, gave them post signed posters and things like that. And everybody said they had a great time with that. And, um, uh, yeah, then we did the show and yeah, like 300 people just rocking out and it was, it was rad. And then we sold some merch. And by that time, I mean, by the time we went on stage, it was 11.15. And so for us, it was uh, it was like two, uh, 2 in the morning. No, 3 in the morning. Yeah, it was like basically 3.15 in the morning for us because we were still like lagged, you know, from East Coast. And, you know, we did it. And afterwards, I'm at the merch table. We're talking to people, hanging out, but like three different people is like, they were like, you guys look tired. Like you just see it in our faces, especially my face. I, I could tell, man, I was just standing up there. I was just like almost not keeping my eyes open. But, uh, um, everybody was really nice and super stoked that we came out and we were super stoked that they came out. See this, that's the way this works, man. It's all, it's, it's a uh, reciprocity at its finest. It's, it's like one hand washes the other. We put out the tunes. We need you to listen to them. And in turn, you enjoy them and like make them part of your lives. And then you come see us do these songs live for you. And it's just this really cool like uh, dance that's, you know, between the artist and um, the listener. It's just so, it's so interesting and fun and and, uh, intimate. And uh, just very, very thankful that anybody you know, wants to listen and, and come see us. It's it's amazing. So uh, Alaska was state number 50 for us. We've played all 50 states now in the United States, um, including Hawaii. And uh, I mean, even like Montana and Wyoming and places like that, like the Dakotas, like a lot of places bands don't normally go. We've done all of them at some point in the last almost 14 years now. And it feels like an achievement. It feels like, uh, you know, we put it, it roughly a million miles, maybe more, um, on all six vans that we've owned and, um, you know, each, each one we're, we're putting a hundred to 200,000, maybe 250, uh, miles on each one, you know, before, you know, running them into the ground, just, just trying to spread this music and meet people. And, um, Alaska was the, the, the last frontier as far as America was concerned. So, um, thank you to everybody that came out for that. And thank you to everybody that still continues to support our band. We're, we're like, you know, it just amazes me every time. Cool, man. Well, thank you guys so much for listening. Uh, the Distro Kid rant was, I don't know, it was a release, I guess. Um, let me know what you thought of that. Uh, do you agree? Do you, do you disagree? Was I too harsh or was I just speaking the truth? You know? Um, in any case, 
if you're doing if you're doing art, you're doing music, you're writing a book, you're you know you're creating films, go for it. Don't don't stop. Don't try to cut corners. Make your shit the best that you can because you need to stand out. You need to stand out. Get your vision across. Take the extra time. Don't rush the release. Make it make it what you want it to be. You know, and keep learning. Every day should be a school day. I learn every day. I learn something new about recording or mixing or, you know, I just, I just always try to learn how to do this shit better, you know? So, um, everybody have a wonderful day and, uh, force of, the force of habit. My first little solo EP comes out on Friday, uh, 11 29 black Friday. Uh, that's the same day I'm kicking off the, the acoustic tour with Eric Rachmani, uh, Kyle Ahern and the John Danka show. Um, John Dank show um, and uh, let me know what you think I hope you guys enjoy it. you can pre-save right now at the, at the link in my bio at Instagram um, you can pre-order as well at iTunes and Google Play um, word alright cool everybody have a wonderful day I'll talk to you soon Tales from the Green Room <laughs>